0: Carey Price who came as advertised can he steal a series could he steal a game well he stole the series he played exceptionally well he was able to steal the series because the Maple Leafs big guns were just not well and they were yeah.
1: welcome back to the Leafs cast gentlemen
2: listeners. all good vibes here right Welcome back. Positivity. Oh wait, no, nope, that was last week.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I didn't. It's think over we'd be
2: here.
0: We're it's done. The Leafs have lost Game Seven. Surprise, surprise. Essentially three nothing to. Well, actually, essentially two nothing. Essentially two nothing to the uh, Montreal Canadians. Three one final empty netter and a goal that didn't matter at the end. Two nothing to the Montreal Canadians back where everyone should have saw this coming right from day one of the season beginning. The Leafs would face someone in game seven, it was Montreal, and they
2: blew it. It's, it's the result that everyone should have expected, but no one predicted.
1: Hmm. I didn't even want to do this podcast.
2: I, <laughs> we, we thought about taking the full week of just stewing in our fr- anger and frustration, and then we said, you know what? We need to get it out. That's what they say. I don't know what stage of grief it is, but sometimes you just have to vocalize how angry and disappointed and depressed. Well, th- we there's all not
0: are. there's not much to say about the game. We the didn't standards. show up. We did not play well. We 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 didn't deserve to win for the third game in a row, and we lost the series. And, and I, the I would point.
2: say it's a solid C minus, better than the F that was Game Five, but c minus is not when you game sevens
0: it's the third period though we were in F in the third period Nothing. Oh, yeah and uh, that's that's the time you gotta come and they did not Ugh.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to talk about uh, I'm so disappointed I I am I and I, I've been more disappointed today than I was last night today is Tuesday game was on Monday. Um, and normally we record these right after the game, but there was just not the appetite last night to sit down and, and talk about it. And, uh, originally last night I thought I was more disappointed after game six. Like I was like, no, we, we kind of saw this coming. And then, and I was a little bit numb last night. And then today I've just been so sad, naughty. E- I can't even look at Maple Leaf stuff today. Um, I'm going and playing hockey tonight. I am not wearing a Leaf shirt when I show up because I don't, I I'm just, I'm embarrassed.
0: It's just, it's unbelievable how high our expectations were. And rightfully so mm-hmm. we, we won the division. We looked different all year long. We won three games in a row against these losers to take the three, one series lead. And then they, it it, uh, it, it was just classic leafs and it's it's not even i don't think you could call it the matthews era it's it's the game seven era that's what this is we are the team that will never get it done so you <sighs> we've you guys now are, oh go ahead tim
2: i can say any any potential series c- clinching game where are we oh and seven or oh and eight oh and eight now oh and eight now it's it's absurd
1: and it's I, absurd.
2: I don't know what's more absurd: the fact that these guys just can't get it done, or that us as fans keep coming back and expecting something different.
1: Mm-hmm. I I'll, I would be lying if after uh, as Game Seven's going on last night, and even after Game Six, honestly, I'm sitting there like, what am I doing with my life? And it's not. It's I'm sure that I'm not the only Leafs fan that's had these feelings. It the Leafs, we cannot quit them. We we can sit here all day and say how disappointed we are, and I could just throw away all my leaf stuff all summer and not even think about them, and I'm sure once October comes around, I'm going to come right back.
2: It, it's an annual ritual now. Can but the anger, I,
1: I can still just be angry all the time, and I, I hate who it's turning me into where like, some, I, I'll wear a leaf shirt or a leaf hat somewhere, and someone brings up the leafs, and I just like want to start making fun of myself
0: almost, <laughs> you know? But here's the thing. I was thinking about this and I was thinking about next season. And like a few people have told me who have been Leafs fans forever. And they say like, you know, I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I get it because it's just ridiculous at this point, but I'm going to be here next October. I'm still going to be cheering for these losers. But at the same time, I'm thinking about it and thinking like, why am I cheering for this team that, like, this year was different. They, sh- mm-hmm. every, you know, the year before against Columbus, we looked at it and we said, they need to fix abc and they need to tweak on xyz you know what i mean and they did and they they addressed the defense they got jack campbell like everything was supposed to be better this year and it was better in the regular season and it's the same result so i don't know what i'm looking for come october And, and we're gonna have another podcast in maybe a week or so where we're gonna really dive into how we're gonna fix this team so you guys gotta stay tuned for that but like Spoiler alert, I have no idea. I have no idea what this team needs. I think it's just doomed or cursed or something.
2: So he, he, oh, here was then. the the I say revelation. Here is the conclusion I came to as I was sitting, you know, an hour in bed just staring at the ceiling. Can't believe it's over last you were night. You're not alone
1: in doing that.
2: Um <laughs> basically you're guys... you alone. I was not in your bed staring <laughs> at the ceiling. I was
1: in my own bed <laughs> We
2: were all in our own beds. Uh, These guys are losers. They they when the pressure's on, they don't have what it takes, and that's why like each game, the pressure's just gone up and up and up. And these guys don't have what it takes when the pressure's on. So that's why like we can say, oh, it's almost the worst when the expectation is that much higher when we're that much favored. It's just throwing oil onto the fire and burning these guys they make mistakes they bobble the passes they take too long thinking the it one is- thing
0: the one takeaway from that game because otherwise all series jack campbell has looked solid but if there was one leaf that just looked actively horrible that first goal against jack campbell which what the- gallagher from the blue line oh. unscreened untipped five hole
2: that, oh that was, my goodness. I had to double check and make sure that wasn't a Frederick Anderson in that. And to let it be it, the first goal of the game it, in a game seven, it's oh it was just and, it, so and it was just the same thing that like we've been saying for Freddie for years yep. of just like, oh, you can't blame him, let in two goals in a game seven. Then you watch the goals and say like that was a backbreaker.
0: Yep. And then you have Carey Price at the other end who puts up like what I th- I think it was like a 960 in those last three games against them. It's like uh, I saw a funny tweet that said, "Like, what? Why do you pay a goalie ten million dollars? Is to shut down forty million dollars of offense on the other team?" Oh my! So that's God. what he did. Oh my! Uh, God. All right, Stephen, you have three questions that you wanted to go through for this pod.
1: I, I yes, I have three questions to hit you two with. This entire idea is funny. Just scheduling this is funny. Looking back, it's like, hey, do we want to be sad at? 6.30 or do we want to be sad <laughs> at
0: 8.30? I know. and This is a whole wave of okay. emotions that's hitting me.
1: So we were talking about our feelings and we've been around. Okay. I'm not going to disclose how old we are here. Tim is old. Ryan and I are less old. We've been around. We've seen this a couple of times now. Do you guys feel worse about this loss uh, versus previous years? Uh, and why, why do you or why do
2: you not? Uh, I would say worse. So I guess we're talking about there's six year six years.
1: This is our 2013? fifth
2: year. Oh, fifth oh year. if well, we're
1: counting 2013, yes, this is fifth this
2: year is of five the Matthews era. All right, yeah. fifth year of the Matthews era. So like, I go back to the the Washington series and say like. That series, we were very much overmatched. Like, Sure, we made it to six games on some, like, uh, I would say, like, we overperformed. And when we out, it's like, okay, we're out, we're done. They were the better, better team. The Boston series, like, Boston, top-notch team. Did we have it? Yes, we could have won. We had the lead in Game 7, threw it away. That was brutal. But that was, like, 20 minutes in the third period, and then it was done. And then, so, like, definitely the anger was higher after those, Boston games where he threw it away. This series, this is a series we had four glorious days of like, this is what normal fan bases that can win in the playoffs experience. Mm -hmm. And then we had four excruciating days that was horrible that like eclipses the past few days, few years of playoff. Oh, I didn't even talk about Columbus. Columbus was just terrible because we scored no goals. This was maybe closer to Columbus. I would say it's the worst
0: for for me. It, it's a bit of both. Part of me says it's the worst because it's like compounded on all the other ones. Like it's just another year, another same old thing. Like Tim was saying, we were heavily favored. We should have won. But at the same time, you can throw your stupid excuses out there. Like Tavares was injured five minutes into the series. Like, give me a break. Jake Muzzin was down. Clearly, Felino is playing at like fifty percent of his of his total capabilities here. Like, there, there's just so much. You know, run up against Carey Price, which is so frustrating. There, there's enough there that you could just say like, we weren't winning because the hockey gods did not want us to win. See, but, but I, dis- I but disagree. But at the same time, it's like one of these years, it's got to do it. And mm-hmm. they didn't do it. They should have been able to. And apparently, Willie Mullins is the only guy who wanted to win.
2: This is the first year where like I'm actively embarrassed about the Leafs. Me too. me too.
0: Me yeah. too.
1: I here, oh here I'll go. I guess. Um, the, I this feels worse than any other loss to me. I feel worse than any, like like I just how I feel how this has like affected me. Like I was on my way to the gym today, ready to get a little lift in. I had all my caffeine in me and just felt deflated because of the Maple leaves. Mm -hmm. because of what the Maple Leafs did yesterday. Tim's right. I I am embarrassed to be a Leafs fan right now. I'm embarrassed that I've dragged my wife into this now. My daughter rolls around in all these Leafs onesies. And and here's where we are. When I think back to all the other ones, and it's been so many years, this is five years in a row. How much have we grown up as men and watched, like, like how much has this changed me? The Toronto Maple Leafs, how much this team has changed me. The Toronto Maple Leafs made me a football fan. That's how bad the Toronto Maple Leafs have been in my lifetime, that I have stepped away from the sport for a time and then had to come back. And I think about how I feel about myself, or sorry, how I feel about the team at at the end. And those Boston series, I remember being just alone on the living room floor, just like, just covering my eyes. I can't even look. Both times, I'm just like... Just laying there in silence. Last year, I don't even really remember how I fe- felt after Columbus because it was just—it was a weird time in the world, as well yeah. as the Leafs are doing bad. But this year. We were favored, man. Like, you go back to those Boston series, and yes, we led in Game 7 in both of those. And even in 2013, whatever, we were the underdog, and so far the underdog. Sure, there were some people the most recent time we played Boston that were picking the Leafs, just maybe to be a little bit edgy. People were throwing it as a toss-up because it's like, well, the last time these two teams played, you know, they went to Game 7, Boston's somewhat mortal. Maybe the Leafs can surprise. We were an 80% favorite to win this series, according to... Uh, the athletic. And 80%, that's so good. That's better than any math score I've ever gotten. Like, a a math test score I've ever gotten in my life.
0: To be fair, that was a ridiculous percentage to to start. No percentage should be higher than 60. Give me a break.
1: I
2: I would say, like, all no, the other no, years like uh,
1: Montreal was Tim said it on the pod before um was the essentially the worst playoff team doesn't matter in. listen this and, and it was is... the most lopsided
0: matchup of every first round it, it's so luck-based it's so luck-based you cannot tell me that Toronto had an 80% winning when like that Gallagher shot goes in it's just like any shot can make the okay, difference yes,
1: you you are fair to say that like what's a percentage like I I don't know
0: uh They should have won. The Leafs should have won. They did not. You're right. It hurts. To me, I think that I guess the middle Boston round that was the worst when we were ahead going into the third and we blew it again. That one still stings the most for me. But if anyone tells me that this one is the worst of all, I totally get it because it sucks.
2: The only the only thing would be like what makes the Boston ones worse and and we got into like a little bit here, like after we won that third game, if we won this, we are at like maybe nine out of 10. Like this is like fantastic. We won a round. Mm-hmm. We won anything. If we had beaten Boston, either of those two years, that's like winning the Stanley cup level of excitement that we would have done. De-
1: mm-hmm. uh, th- Montreal th- beating, th- beating us. Different. That's that, you know, they have the same excitement that we would have had uh, facing Boston. I know that there isn't like the, the recent oh, history, know. but I'm just saying that like, like congrats to Montreal, they did it. Oh shut up! What they beat? They beat the number one seed, the team that
0: kicked their butt all regular season. Montreal did not beat us; we beat ourselves. So they don't get any credit. Let's go on to the next question. Okay, this, uh, this is <laughs> stupid.
1: <laughs> Do you guys want to be sad again in a couple hours? We'll just be
0: <laughs> okay. Question
1: number two: uh, Who is the most to blame for this series loss? Coaching, players, or the management?
0: for for the uh, series loss or for game seven loss for the
1: series series.
2: loss
0: the series
1: because Hmm. you know yeah So,
2: so just i guess just building off what i was saying before about the the leafs core being losers we can't handle the pressure i think management identified this last year i think that's why they said like all right we're not trading away any of the big the big guys, even though they're losers, we're gonna try and solve them by surrounding them with winners. Even though they're gonna be on the fourth line, we're gonna try and just cure their losing by surrounding them with winners. Which is why Dewes didn't go after Taylor Hall at the deadline. It was just like, well, we can have skilled losers and hope that they overcome their the pressure, and then maybe they'll win. But they said, obviously, that didn't work last year. This year, they said, like, all right, we'll just try adding adding joe thornton mr happy-go-lucky maybe he can reduce some of the stress but obviously that didn't work either no cure for being a loser anyway so i put it on the players
0: so the core the core uh, i was gonna say the core four i don't know if jt counts but it's the players it's, it's, it, and i guess nylander showed up so really you're saying it's matthews and marner they are to yep. blame
1: they are to blame ryan what would you say
0: It's tough. Part of me, part of me says that the biggest thing to blame is dumb luck. You know, I I think John Tavares going out, we, we talked about it at the, before the series started, we said between like, we said, Campbell and Matthews are two most important pieces. They can't go out. But after that, between John Tavares, Mitch Marner and Jake Muzzin, who would be the biggest blow to lose due to injury in this series. And all three of those are the right answer. They're, they're equally huge parts of this team. And guess what? John Tavares went out 10 minutes in. Jake Muzzin went out halfway through game six. Mm-hmm. And Mitch Marner was a bum all series. And if your three most important players suck, then they're done. And part of that is Marner for not playing well. But the other part of that is injuries. And even like like their their power play was 0 for like 15. And then Jake Muzzin goes, gets out and they score on their next three power plays. They are three for three on the power play with Jake Muzzin injured and 0 for 15 when he was in the lineup. What is that? What? It's just ridiculous. So oh, who do d- I who do I blame? I blame the hockey gods. I think the biggest factor was just dumb luck, but if I were to give it to someone else, I'd put it on Manny Malhotra. Power play killed us in at least two of those games. Fire him. Get him out of here.
1: You know, I I just remembered, uh, you know, because we're talking about how how this one felt to lose and Timmy talking about like the four days it took for us to basically lose this series. That's a great way of wording it. We were essentially just losing a hockey game for four days straight. We didn't lead one time in those nope. last three games. That's unbelievable. Um, okay, who do I blame the most for this series loss? It's... Uh, I, I've been really struggling with this one. I, I don't blame management. I agree with Tim that I think the Kyle Dubas, he saw the holes that this team needed, and you're, you're going to see it everywhere if you're listening to other Leafs podcasts or you know watching whoever on, on TSN where it's like, what do you change with this team, right? Because they go out, and the blue line's as good as it's ever been, and they got cheap depth, and it obviously showed in the regular season. I think management did their job. I, I want to put it on the players, but part of me wants to bring it back to coaching because when I, I'm sitting there yesterday and I'm watching the Bruins play the Islanders and I look at the Islanders roster and the incredible job of coaching that's done over there and I say, why can't we have that? Because you're talking about bl- calling our players losers, which you have a right to. They are. But then I, I sit there and I say, okay, so is, like, is Dylan Larkin a loser is uh who else has just been on a bad team for a long long time now Taylor Hall uh, Sure yeah but you, you, do you know what i'm saying like, Jack Eichel. like is this is this something as simple as we have the wrong coach in the building because part of me just just says like you've got Austin Matthews who grew up and he was the best hockey player on every team that he's ever played on and one of the best American-born junior hockey players of all time, and just won everywhere. Mitch Marner, London Knights. He won everywhere. John Tavares won everywhere. I know he wasn't in the series. Just like until they get into the NHL, just winner, 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 and then. But you guys are you guys are totally right that they just fall short. So I like my first my first thought is coaching because I just feel like Sheldon Keith, you, you could you you couldn't get the, this group together. You had the nicest car. In one of the nicest cars in the NHL to drive, if we're just comparing the roster to a car, the Leafs are a nice car, and and you you didn't
0: bring it home. It's hard to say though, in the sense like part of me wants to agree with you that when the whole team is not performing, then it's on the coach. If it's one or two players, then it's on that that player. But the whole team's not going, it's on the coach. But at the same time, I don't know what I would look at. Like when we were looking at those series with Babcock as our coach, we could look and say. Babcock, you are doing this wrong. I could coach this team better than you can. But I I can't really point to anything like that that Sheldon Keefe was doing. He was playing without... John Tavares in his lineup and had to completely shake it up. You and can't keep for those, using that as defense. Yes, you absolutely no, can keep they, using that as they, defense.
1: They lost the luxury of having that as, as a defense by winning the, like just dominating the
0: three games after that without John Tavares in the lineup. And, but you, what you're saying is you're cursing Sheldon Keefe for losing the three games after I'm saying that I'm praising Sheldon Keefe for finding a ways within the first four games to win three of them with just like, shifting his lineup, and I don't think a lot of other coaches could figure that out. I, he, I think he brought he brought the best out of Kerfoot that we saw all season. He brought the best out of Nylander that we've ever seen in the playoffs. You sh- it shouldn't be up to Sheldon Keefe to get Matthews and Marner going. That's not Sheldon Keefe's job. And if Matthews yeah, and is. Marner, were, it is it is not. It is Matthews and Marner's job to get Matthews and Marner going. Sheldon Keefe's job is to figure out the whole rest of it. But they've been going the whole season long. It's not like what, unless if you were saying it's Sheldon Keefe's fault because he didn't split up Matthews and Marner when he realized they weren't going. I guess you could argue that. But but any coach in the league would have kept Matthews and Marner together and would have left it for the superstars being paid a combined $24 million to figure it out. Well, we're here.
2: I'm oh, sorry. I just oh, want to say ahead. quickly, like partly the, the reason why we can debate all this is because all three of these parties are at fault, both like coaching, like power plays, obviously horrible, lots of questionable decisions there about Thornton playing way too many minutes, not changing up the power play formula. Um, obviously that's Malhotra. They're, 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 whatever whether it's key for Malhotra there it is coaching there. Um, players certain players don't come to play whether you want to point the finger at them for being losers or if that's just like maybe you should say oh management should have recognized that they're losers and you can't win with losers and should have traded one of the big four but I mean I, I personally and we'll talk about this when we look about what we should do in the offseason as well but like what it, is the odds that Matthews Becomes not a loser, greater than some lower player actually performing that doesn't have Rocket Richard level of ceiling. Maybe I don't know. So, but like all all of these parties are at fault for why we lost. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of. I, I don't I'm not, I'm any not defending
1: games. the players. But here I'm. I, I, I'm just throwing out Sheldon Keith, and and we're yes, we're going to get into it at length in the off season. I'm just so upset. I'm upset with all of them. I'm upset with you guys. You didn't all yell right. loud enough.
0: What's the last question so we can get out of here and stop being grumpy? <laughs>
2: oh, that's not going to stop for a while.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: uh, the last question is: uh, Do you still believe this core can win a Stanley Cup? This core being the the big the big four, the the guys that are locked in for the next couple of years. So Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Morgan, Riley, Jake Muzzin, TJ Brody, uh, Hyman. John know. we don't know. We, we, don't know. we don't know. Whatever.
0: I don't know the question to answer the question. I say, yes. And, I, oh, I, wait, I, let me preface by like, do you believe
1: like, like you can still believe the Toronto Maple Leafs can win a Stanley cup but not okay. this core.
0: L- let me let me rephrase my answer. No, the Toronto Bay police will never win a first round. But yes, <laughs> this core can win. If this core just like all got if this entire team got traded to Boston and this whole roster was now on Boston, I fully believe that this oh core can, can win a first round. Because I think it just comes down to stupid luck. And now I I've had a uh what is it called? A revelation. Is that the word? Yep. I yeah sure an epiphany. I've decided that I no longer want to see Kyle Dubis mortgaging the future for the current. I don't want to see him trading any first round picks or second or third or fourth to bolster the current lineup because to you know protect the window or whatever. By doing that, you're only shortening the window. And all you need to do is wait until you're against some other team that's going to choke, and then another team that's going to choke. Like I think about last year when it was Dallas and Tampa, and Tampa deserved to be there. Dallas did not. They mm-hmm. had an okay team. They were not the best team in the West by a long shot. This year, they didn't even make the playoffs. They just ran, ran a hot goalie. They, they ran against some other teams that had some issues. And by sheer luck, they made it there. That's that's what you got to do. We'll get there. We just got to meet another team. Maybe know, Calgary. They struggle in the playoffs. Maybe we just got to play Calgary, and then, then we can win a first-round series.
2: Tell but, it to the Chicago Cubs. We're, yep. only halfway, we're only halfway there.
0: This This team can do it
2: they just got to get lucky, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like on one hand, I say they have the talent. All they have to do is figure out the mind part of the game. But on the, but then I come back to like the mind part of the game is what you don't change. There are people that are champions. Like if you want to, like watch actually good sports stories. Go watch the documentary on the Last Dance about Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods. There are champions out there, and then there's the Leafs. but <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: there's whale poop,
2: <laughs> and then there's the Leafs. <laughs> and then there's the Leafs. It's just so like that part of me says like these guys don't have what it takes. They they have the opportunity there, and when they see it, they cannot bring themselves to to grab it, and that's the difference between. Those teams that win and those teams that lose. And then, that, sure, like, have we gone out earlier than some of the other uh, than maybe we should have? Yes, but, like, we're talking we have to win four series in a row. That's four times reaching that critical moment where you can clinch a series, showing up to play and grabbing it. I don't know if these guys will do that. However, I also don't know if you can fix it. Because you trade any one of these guys, you're losing that trade and making it harder to win next year, I would say. So basically you just,
0: what you're saying is, no, they cannot win. However, we're stuck we're with trapped. it. So get, get used to these first round exits leave station.
2: Yeah. I, I think like, yeah, I totally agree. You have to get lucky to win right now. I'd say like, <laughs> maybe we're at 10% to what chance win next year. You trade any of these guys away, you're down to 6%. So it's just like, well, We'll roll the dice. Shouldn't take it as seriously as we did this year because clearly these guys are losers and they yep. don't. Expectations
0: them. are definitely lower moving forward. I don't even care what they do or what they look like. They will never
2: be as high as they were this season. Well, that, that's what's so annoying because, like, these guys are such big losers and they're they, by blowing this series, they've totally ruined next year. How are we supposed to enjoy any part of the regular season when you know that getting to the playoffs is just... Total dice roll. Maybe the team will just spit in the fans' face and leave us to pack up the Leafs gear for the sixth year in a row. What do you think, Steven? Is this the team? Can we get it done?
1: I do not believe that this core can win a Stanley Cup.
0: What about hate... win around? round? What? <laughs> what about Start win a round? small,
2: please. <laughs> can they win a round? Um That's all we're asking for. And they still disappoint
1: us. (laughs) I keep coming back. Like if they couldn't win this one, I don't know how they can win any of them. Like it's, it's so funny thinking that like, even if we had won this one, who knows what we were going to get against Winnipeg. And then even going forward, I, I really think, um, there's something with this, this core of players. I don't know who the one is. If you move one, it's just not going to happen here. This core isn't going to last forever. And so really it's more me betting on, uh, over the next, you know, four to five years, I don't think this team can win a Stanley Cup. I, the the motivation just isn't there for these guys. You look at the the number of motivating factors that th- this roster had to win a series, right? I mean, you've win got it for, win it for JT. Yes, I mean, yeah, you've got it. Win it for John freaking Tavares, right? Like, like aside from that, it's it's winning it for the fans right? For, yeah, for the diehard Leafs us. fans that stand outside of Scotiabank Arena in the rain and cheer on you guys and pay a bazillion dollars to get in there and put their daughters in Leafs jerseys like some morons on this podcast do, uh, you know, you do it for yourselves, right? You, you're you're an elite level athlete and you want to be treated as such, you perform that way, you know, uh, it's they, they they don't seem to have that motivation. And then yes, Tim said it. It's w- w- win it for your captain. Like you had people to win it for on every level, and you you couldn't do it. You fell short
2: three win, games. Win in it a for Spetsa. Win it for Thornton.
1: I, I know. know. And so so I know it's so bleak. And maybe that's how I feel right now. And it'd be funny to listen back to this in like November of next year or something like that, and see how we're feeling. Um, but I. I think I I think a reckoning's coming to this team. I, I kind of hope it is. I look forward to discussing that this summer with you guys on what uh, happens and what could happen. And it just sucks. All of this sucks. It's going to be another long summer. We <laughs> deserved better. We I said uh, it yesterday. Us as fans,
2: not the Leafs players.
1: No, we yeah we as fans, uh, us collectively as Leafs nations, all of you who's listening, we deserved better by this team and. You guys you guys are in Toronto. I'm not, um, but I'm on the internet and I've got hockey fans and the texts that I've gotten today from people and there's a sadness around this team now. The, the jokes, there are still the jokes. There's still the memes, but there is a large portion of humanity that now it just feels bad for the Leafs fans and the Leafs and understands that what's going on here is not of earth and... Uh, it's it's unbelievable. So we've become that. It's, it's better than just being a place where everybody's just making fun of us. And there will still be the people that make fun of us.
0: But People today like took it easy on me. That's what I'm saying. They, they knew I was crushed
2: and they, they didn't want, to, that, they didn't want how, to break me. That's how bad. It was so bad. Other teams feel guilty about making fun of us. Yep, they do. It's,
1: yeah. So when the Leafs eventually do do it, there's going to be um, a lot that everybody is going to be loving it. And it's going to feel very different. And uh, um, I, I, I hope I'm wrong.
0: Gosh, we'll see. I, I hope I'm
1: so wrong. Listen,
0: we're saying all this and we're crying, rightfully so. Next year could be the year, just like every other year. We'll have to wait and see, but we're going to be putting out lots of good content before then. We'll, we're planning a bunch of pods to do throughout the summer, so we'll, you'll, you'll hear more from us. But
1: they
2: we'll might see. be a little more positive than this one, too. And follow yeah. us
0: on follow us on
1: Twitter. So uh, we don't. I don't want to get into the specifics. The show's been growing a ton. You people listening are doing an incredible job. This thing's growing way. Did you just
2: say you people? Hey, yeah, you people listening? <laughs> what? That's what got Don Cherry thrown off the air.
1: <laughs> you got to be careful, Stephen. We have a hundred people listening to this. Oh my goodness! Um, follow us on the Leafs Cast and let us know what you want to hear from us. You know, let us know you want us to talk about other uh, NHL stories. You want to talk? You want us to talk about life? You want us to talk about Tim's how much older he is than us and maybe the wisdom that he can share.
2: Um, clearly not wisdom. I, I will forever regret. Remember early on in the season, I said, Manny Malhotra was one of the MVPs. I remember oh. that. I, I am. I am that. so
0: ready. Hey, we can talk about, we'll, we'll be talking about what we want the Leafs to do moving forward. Next pod. I'm going to be championing Malhotra's burning at the stake, but we'll, we'll, we'll save it there for now.
1: Hey, before we sign off, who do you guys think is going to win the Stanley cup now?
0: Oh, it's Col- still going on. Colorado looks so good there. They have to win. They look so good. Tim,
2: I thought I thought they called it off.
0: <laughs> It'll probably be beat Boston though. I honest. think it's Colorado. maybe Montreal.
1: Colorado looks unbelievable. They they just beat they just they just whooped on Vegas. So Colorado's my pick. Tim, do you want to give one or are you just tuning out of hockey for for the rest of the summer?
2: Ugh, I don't even know. It's not going to be Colorado. It's too predictable. All
0: I know is that it's pretty predictable that Winnipeg is going to like sweep Montreal or something and Montreal is going to look so bad. And we'll be like, why couldn't we do that? And it's because every team only plays us hard and then they stop playing for everyone else.
2: Yeah. It's probably going to be Boston. Boston or the Islanders just for like the maximum salt in the wound.
1: (laughs) Signing off. All right.
2: Let's get out of here.
1: Yeah, get out of here. I'm going to play hockey tonight because I have taken my own enjoyment of hockey into my own hands.
0: Do me a favor and score some goals and then record them and show them to us. See ya.
2: We forget what they look like. <laughs>